Hello Christians, Common Sense Christianity here. Hope everybody's doing well. You know, we constantly hear Trinitarians say that Jesus was God Almighty, right? Yote Bave in the flesh. But, you know, how did Jesus really become God, really? Um, you know, the Council of Nicaea voted to make Jesus God. They had like, I think it was like 2,400 bishops and 16% of bishops showed up, right? So, only 16% of bishops showed up. They had a vote. They bounced this around with uh, Arius. He believed Jesus was kind of like what Jehovah Witness believed today. He was God's first created being, right? And so they bounced they bounced this idea around back and forth. And basically he lost and he was anathematized. He was basically booted out, right? But the odd thing about it is they had another council right after, not too long after, and they had more bishops that actually voted that Jesus was at, you know, like Arius believed, right? But that was shot down by the Pope. I mean, you can read about this. So, it's, it, you know, just because one belief system won out doesn't make it true. You know, why wasn't any of this stuff battling it out during the time of Jesus, right? Paul said that, you know, that people will enter from within the flock and corrupt the gospel and, and corrupt the message. And this all this fighting happened after Jesus left. It was taken on by man. Man, of course, twisted the words. They didn't stick to the gospel. You've got people going in all kinds of different directions. Now look, we've got like 40,000 different denominations, right? So, you know, right when Jesus was being called God, their emperors were being called God in Rome, right? So, it's not like the Christians were doing this in isolation. You know, if you look at you know, before Jesus was born, they made they made Caesar a god, right? So I don't really think that it was a big deal to call Jesus God because even in the Roman Roman belief system, to call somebody God was basically just your emperor, like your your leader. You know, your God. So, um, and not only that, but in the Hebrew culture, in the Bible, it says that men were gods. So, you know. When Constantine converted to Christianity, basically everything was completely like changed, you know. So if you have the emperor that was, you know, like Caesar was called God, then you have you have him worshiping Jesus. Jesus is going to have to be God, right? You can't have somebody like him worshiping Jesus and, and Jesus not be God, you know. So once they declared that Jesus was God, then what? You know, you have God, then you have the Father. Now you've got a, a real big problem, right? So if Jesus is God and they got the Father God, then then don't you have two gods, right? And then then if you put the Holy Spirit in there, you're gonna have three. So you're a polytheist, really. So how if you're if you're doing monotheism, how can you have three gods? that are going to be one God, right? So you have Jesus was elevated to be made a God because they had emperors that were literally called God. So they elevate Jesus to a status higher than them. And now you have Jesus being elevated as God and the Holy Spirit now, you know, they, they, this came in later where they, they took their personification of the Holy Spirit and made him a person. So now all three of them are God. So, you know, in the beginning, they had modalism. They bounced this around. I, you know, they bounced this idea around. They're taking different f modes and stuff. You know, like some people say, he's, I'm the son, I'm the brother, but I'm also the father, but there's only one of me, right? So these are, these, this is modalism, right? 
so he manifests himself in three persons, but there's only only one of him. And we know this today as as oneness believers, right? But it's really weird. Oneness believers don't think about a lot of things, you know, like in common sense. Jesus states in there, and he says, you know, as he's talking to the Jewish people, he says, you have neither heard the Father's voice at any time, nor seen his form, right? They believe Jesus is the Father, the manifestation of the Father, but Jesus is literally telling them that they have never heard the Father's voice, nor seen his form. And Jesus is weeping with loud crying and tears to the one who could save him from death. I mean, is Jesus weeping with loud crying and tears to himself? To me, the the oneness belief is even more insane than the Trinity, right? Because you have Jesus who says it's not his will, it's his Father's will, but yet Jesus is the Father. I mean, this is this gets into crazy town where you hit every bar and every saloon on the way in, and and it's all left turns, right? I mean, this this goes beyond Trinitarianism. At least Trinitarianism, they're isolated persons, right? And you can kind of make little riddles. But when you have somebody that's crying out to himself to rescue himself, and then when he's said and done, after he makes himself obedient... And, and and glorifies himself, then he now sits at the right-hand side of himself. It's kind of like Jesus praying, are you there, God? It's me, right? You know, it's just, it becomes total insanity. So oneness is just so far off in the field. I think that's it's because people are trying to go back, trying to draw. They know that God is one, and they're trying to wiggle out of the Trinity to, to form the one God. You know, that's what I see there. Uh, so you look at the history of the Trinity, and you look how it how it developed, you know, I mean, they're, they're just, it, it's something that bounced around for a long time. It started off with God, his word, and his wisdom. And then it morphed. Um, you don't see anything in the, Trini- in the history, really, of anything to do with the Trinity in the 4th century, 3rd century, or whatever. This stuff morphed, and, and Father Trilitarian, however you pronounce his name, um, he, he, uh, he admitted that the vast majority of Christians had, had completely no idea of the Trinity. This was completely stunning to them. It was just a, a weird perversion, you know. And he was he was just saying, you know, I, these simple people, I don't call them, you know, basically, I don't call them ignorant, but they completely reject the idea of a triune God. So, you know, Jesus was made a God by men, by Roman emperors. You know, he, he basically was declared God and, um, and, Largely because men at that time in the in the Roman Empire were considered gods. Uh, you can look it up. You know, Caesar was made a god. You know, so if 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 Constantine and others like Caesar were gods, then what more for Jesus Christ that they were to bow down and worship? Right. So naturally, they would elevate him a god, and they would have to figure out how to squeeze him into this this belief system to make him now one with the father because otherwise they're practicing polytheism if they have multiple gods right so um yeah it's just interesting how how all of this came to be um but the bible like i said is very clear um there's men men are called gods psalm 82 you know you are gods you are children of the most high um moses was made elohim exodus 7 1 we touched on this before. It doesn't say like a God. It's in the in the Hebrew. It's literally I have made Elohim over Pharaoh. You know, I have made I have made you God. Elohim is the name of God Almighty. So, a lot of this goes back to the Council of Nicaea, um, voted to make Jesus God, and then this is just spun off to what it is now. And you can see how 
how massively they push Jesus now, right? Everything is Jesus, basically. Jesus is my everything. He's my everything. It's one of the guys I was talking to, the Trinitarians. I mean, this guy is so amazed with Jesus that the Father has gone up, like he said, he's he's gone. He's on He's on vacation somewhere. You don't hear about the Holy Spirit. That guy gets no respect. It's Jesus now. You know, it's, it's, if you don't consider Jesus as God, oh my gosh, you know, so this is just basically, it's like I said, it's, they've got pictures of Jesus hanging up in their bedroom, probably in the bathroom by the mirror, they hang their, you know, they put their watch next to his, his photo. Everybody's got their own little version of Jesus. The father, he's more elusive, right? You can't visualize the father. How are you going to visualize the spirit? We don't know what the father looks like. So you can't have a personal relationship necessarily, uh, physically, right? You can have a spiritual relationship. But you, you can't do this whole Hollywood thing and, and look with stars in your eyes and look at Jesus. You know, his little beard is all manicured, his nails and everything. And you're just like, I love you, Jesus. I love you. And have him imagine, you know, him winking at you and whispering back, I love you too, child. I love you. You know, I'm your creator. I know, Jesus. I know. Thank you for being my creator. Thank you for being my father. You know, all this other stuff. It's just, it's idolizing Jesus, right? It's idolatry. They have this picture of Jesus you know, it doesn't matter if you're in a different country, then you got a you got a Spanish Jesus, you got a Latino Jesus, you got an African American Jesus, you got a Chinese Jesus. I mean, this is this is madness, right? Like Santa Claus. You know, you have black Santa Claus, you have white, you have Asian, you have Italian. It's just like you know, basically spin the wheel, pick your Santa Claus, pick your Jesus, and then take him home with you and put him in the bathroom, whatever, and decorate him. I, you know, it just it's freaky. Okay? That's the problem with the Bible says you will not make any images of anybody who's in heaven or, you know, and he's in heaven, right? He's sitting at the right-hand side of God. So I don't think Christians pay attention to this. They don't. They got him in the manger with all this stuff. It's just silliness, you know? I mean, if they spent more time doing less of this decoration and stuff and actually more time in the Bible, I think they'd see the error of their ways, right? I mean, it's good fun for a lot of people, but it deviates from the, the whole point of the Bible, deviates from the point of the gospel, we we take Jesus and fashion him into what we want him to be, right? It doesn't, you know, the reason why there's no imagery of Jesus in the Bible is because God didn't want it in the Bible. There's no explanation of, oh, he had short black hair. It's just because people would start, the people who had black hair would probably go, hey, you know, I'm more like Christ or whatever. So we know what Jesus probably looked like, but we don't know. So I mean, I guess he, he could be blonde hair and blue-eyed, right? He could be an African-American. We don't know, right? But, I mean, common sense says during that time, you know, the Arabs and the Israelites were, you know, olive-skinned, darker. Not black-black, but they were darker, to, you know, just that's that, that's the uh, an Arab, basically, in, in, the, in, the, in those regions. Uh, Jesus would have fit in. He was probably, uh, like I said, he was Jewish, so... Um, Definitely, I don't believe he was Caucasian. He probably didn't have red hair with, you know, red eyebrows or anything and, and blue eyes, uh, greenish eyes. He probably had dark eyes. Uh, but it's just amazing that how far people have twisted uh, who Jesus is. You know, God is three persons. Jesus is part of that God. And now Jesus is God Almighty. And, and boy, you know, hardly anybody defends the Father if you're a Trinitarian. You know, it's all Christ. It's all Jesus. Everything's Jesus, you know. And they forget who made Jesus Lord in Christ. If Jesus was not made Lord, he would not be Lord. He would not even have that title. And he'd be still dead. He'd be in the ground, dead. 
He would be in the ground, probably ashes right now, but just dust, turned to dust. God raised him from the dead and elevated him. And now Jesus sit at, sits at God's right hand. People forget who raised Jesus from the dead and who gave Jesus life. The Bible says God has granted Jesus life. You don't need to be granted life if you're Yode Vave. I mean, this, like I said, common sense is very important. We take a step back on this channel, and it's really not hard. I mean, common sense is not that common now, right? It's not that hard. It's not like I'm, I'm doing something that's so prophetic, you know. It's, it's something that you just sits down, you rub a couple of brain cells together, and you go, wow, this doesn't seem right. You know, this is kind of weird. How could Jesus be the creator when he's in his own mother as a cell? I mean, this is, you know, and, and a Trinitarian will say, absolutely. He was creating everything. He was just running the universe. The word of God was hanging, you know, just, just so magical and so beautiful and so romantic, but absolutely no truth to it, right? I mean, I can get caught up in all these fantasies and just, and just sit there with my hand on my chin and just go, wow, this is so beautiful. You know, it's like, it's very poetic, right? It's captivating, very romantic. But there's just no truth to it, you know. So this is fantasy land, like Harry Potter, Legend of Mordor, Lord of the Rings stuff. It's cool, but it's not biblical, right? And that's just like the Trinity. It's very cool. You wake up, you've got this adventure. You're going to go hunt for your Trinity. You're going to hunt for Jesus as God. It's always exciting. There's never a dull moment in the Trinity, right? You're always just bouncing around, looking at riddles, and it's never ending, though. It's got to be exhausting, right? There's, there's, there's just a point of failure where you have to to basically unwind you have to detach from the trinity and maybe focus on something else because you'll get burned out really fast you know it's like you're burning the candle from both ends right really so yeah jesus was made a god not only by the roman emperors but also in the hebrew culture men were gods you know i have no problem with you know even in the case if if thomas had called jesus his lord and his god which he doesn't i wouldn't have any problem with that right? I wouldn't have any problem with that because it was a common title given to men. But that's not what Thomas was saying in John 20, 28. We've addressed that in our other podcasts also. So it's just, if Jesus was God, he would have said so. If God, if Jesus was God, God would have said, Jesus is your, you know, Lord, Lord God Almighty. And he never does. You know, the apostles would teach it after Jesus leaves earth. Don't you know, Jesus is God in the flesh. They never do. So we can, I just, I'm trying to ram home this over and over again. I think if, if Trinitarians tune in this podcast, I get a lot of people who tune in this podcast, surprisingly, maybe this will etch into their brain. You know, Jesus never one time ever claims he's Yote Bave or the second person of a triune God ever. They use riddles like first and the last. We've gotten those before. Those are talked about in other podcasts. You know, Jesus is, is given all authority from God and he's transferred all everything over to his son and Jesus comes in God's name. So naturally Jesus would come and have the same names as the father. If you see me, you see the father. If you see me, you see the one who sent me. I come in my father's name, right? So it doesn't matter. Jesus could come in the father in Yotevave's name. It doesn't mean he's Yotevave though. It's a big difference, right? So I think when people just sit down, research unbiased on how Jesus was made a God, then a lot of things would make a lot more sense, right? He's not Yode Bobby. He's a, he's a man. He was a man. He's God's representative, his Shalia, his divine agent that was sent from God, like all people are sent from God into the world. Jesus was God's representative. I will raise up a prophet 
and I will put my words in his mouth, and he will say everything I commanded of him. He was God's prophet, God's Messiah. God bless you.